0: Thank you so much for joining me. If uh, this is your first time visiting The Productive Woman, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you find it encouraging and helpful. And if you're a longtime listener, thank you for coming back. I appreciate you so much. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what to do if you're disappointed in what you've made of this year. You'll find more information and links to a few resources I recommend all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com/221. This episode is brought to you by the Health Hope and Inspiration podcast and by FreshBooks. Visit hhi today to subscribe to Health Hope and Inspiration and you'll receive 3 free downloadable resources cancer-fighting recipes, reducing your risk for cancer, and four things every cancer patient must do, that is hhipodcast.com. I'll share a little bit more about the podcast later on in the show. But first, a quick mention of our longtime sponsor FreshBooks, which makes ridiculously easy accounting software that's completely transformed how freelancers and small business owners deal with their day-to-day paperwork. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. And now is a great time to give it a try because they're offering a a 30-day unrestricted free trial to the Productive Woman listeners who visit freshbooks.com slash TPW and enter the Productive Woman in their How Did You Hear About Us section. FreshBooks has created a super intuitive tool that makes creating and sending invoices ridiculously easy. You can use FreshBooks to create and send invoices in about 30 seconds. There's no formatting, no formulas, just really simple, clean and professional looking invoices to which you can add your own logo and color scheme so that the invoice reflects your brand. And when you email an invoice to a client, FreshBooks can show you whether they've seen it, which puts an end to guessing games about whether an invoice has gotten in front of the right person. There's also a super handy deposit feature that allows you to invoice for an upfront payment when you're kicking off a project. So FreshBooks, it it kind of all starts with invoicing, but it has so many other features to help keep you organized and streamline the business side of being a freelancer or small business owner. And the most important thing you need to know is that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple, even if you're not a numbers person, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person. It's Freshbooks is now used by more than 10 million people and they are known for their impeccable customer service. So if you do need help, they usually pick up the phone in 3 rings or less. So to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, be sure to visit freshbooks.com/tpw and enter the productive woman in the how you did you hear about us section. All right, now let's get into our topic. This is gonna be, I think, a short episode. I'm trying to keep them a little shorter as at this year end time when folks have a lot going on. But I really wanted to talk about this idea of disappointment. Okay. Because if you listen to this show, I think you're probably a lot like me. We we set goals, we make plans, we take care of the day to day and, and the people in our lives. But sometimes we don't reach all the targets we set for ourselves. And it gets easy to feel disappointed and discouraged. And especially if like me at this time of year, as we get toward the end of the year, we're, we're kind of taking that look back and look forward, like I've talked about in some other episodes, it gets easy to think, oh, there were so many things I wanted to do that I didn't quite make it. I wanted to share some thoughts for all of us to keep in mind as we approach the end of this year and the beginning of the next, to deal with that maybe discouragement that you might be feeling. I mean, if you've hit all your goals, I'm I'm so excited for you, and I want to celebrate with you. And I hope you'll email me at feedback at woman dot com and tell me um, what goals you achieved for yourself, because that's great. We've all done some of those. But if you're one of those who didn't quite get all the way to where you wanted to be, let's talk about some ways we can encourage ourselves, get, uh, get, maybe deal with the disappointment and and start on a better path for the coming year. And the number one thing for dealing with that disappointment is don't compare yourself to anybody else. No matter how well you know her, you only see part of the picture, you know, and her life is not yours. So you may have a friend who's just knocking it out of the park and it seems like she's firing on all cylinders and all those other cliches that we talk about and she's accomplished so much and you look at your life and you think, I just didn't do it. I didn't get there. Why, why can she do it? and I don't. Well, again, you only see part of the picture. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors or in her mind or in her heart. So don't compare yourself to her. Her life is not yours. You don't know why she did what she did and why all you can do is look at your own life and know you know, I did what I could. And maybe you've got a small child that's, that's taking up a lot of your time or a family member who's ill that you've needed to take care of, or you've got physical limitations that maybe other people don't deal with. Whatever the reasons are, I guess the bottom line is we all need to stop comparing ourselves to each other because we don't know the whole story. Give yourself credit for what you've done and not don't measure yourself by what somebody else has accomplished or appears to have accomplished. So that's the number one thing I would say to all of us. And, I, you know, I'm right there with you. I look at other podcasters who are doing so many more things than I am with their podcasting world. And I think, man, there were things I wanted to accomplish this year that I just didn't get done. But again, their life is their life. So the bottom line is you do you and let her, whoever she is, be her and live your life not by comparison to what somebody else is doing. The second thing I want to encourage us all to do is to let go of the shoulds. We are I think a lot of us so good at thinking, oh, I should have done this or I should be able to do that or I should say this or I should, I should, I should and that is a recipe for discouragement. When we have made all these rules for ourselves of what we ought to be and what we're supposed to accomplish, it is, I think, almost inevitable that we're going to end up disappointed in ourselves because we're not reaching that, whatever that measurement is that we've set for ourselves. One writer that, uh, as I was, you know, doing a little research for this episode, as I do, uh, there was an article called "From uh, Called The Pain of I Should and How to Let Go of the I Should Mentality. And it was a very encouraging article. I, I encourage you to check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes. But that writer said, if I should is always running in the background, you won't feel much peace even when you accomplish great things. That's the problem with the I shoulds because it takes the focus off what we've actually done. And, and, and puts us in a position where we're never going to measure up. So let go of the, I shoulds. Third thing is, uh, and, and I'm talking to myself as much as to you right now, show as much compassion to yourself as you would to your dearest friend or to your child. So if your friend or your child came to you feeling disappointed with her performance or her accomplishments, what would you say to her? Can you say those things to yourself? I think that learning self-compassion may be the most important thing we can do this year or any year. I think many of us are far harder on ourselves than we are on anybody else. And so can we learn to put ourselves in that picture, in our minds, uh, 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 the way we would look at our dearest, closest friend, or the child we love so much? And how would we talk to them if they felt disappointed? Can we show that compassion to ourselves? One writer, um, in an article called six reasons you need to stop being so hard on yourself. Again, I encourage you to read this, but I, I wanted to quote a chunk of this because I thought it was so good. This idea of learning self-compassion and it for some of us takes a lot of practice to do this. So this writer says this, and I'm quoting here, look in the mirror and see love, not hate. Stop beating yourself up over everything you think, say, or do. Stop criticizing yourself for all your so-called weaknesses or shortcomings because every human being is born with flaws. Every person deserves love, support, and a heartfelt hug for trying to change them. So feel good about yourself. Feel great about yourself. Realize it's okay to be imperfect look in the mirror and smile at the person smiling back at you because that person is wonderful and deserves your love. Oh my gosh. I get a little choked up when I read that because it's so important. We beat ourselves up for what we don't do or for what we think we're doing wrong and never give ourselves enough credit for the things we are accomplishing. I love this. The I, I, I want to say this again out of this article that every human being is born with flaws and every person deserves love, support, and a heartfelt hug for trying to change them. And that applies to you. And that applies to me. Every one of us has flaws. And we ought to give ourselves credit for trying to do something about them, uh, trying to improve ourselves in that area. So give yourself that hug. Can we learn to talk to ourselves as kindly and graciously as we do to the people we care most about? That may be a key to making a life that matters learning to show compassion to ourselves. So if you're feeling disappointed with your your performance this year, for what you, if you're focusing on what you haven't accomplished, can you learn to show compassion to yourself as you would to anybody else that you care about? Because the fact is, and this is number four on my list, you're probably doing better than you think you are. It is very easy for us to identify where we've fallen short it is harder to see our progress. We have to look for it. We have to intentionally look for it. And if you don't see it, if you don't see any progress this year on any of the things that matter to you, maybe ask those close to you to help you see it. And when you identify those things that you did, those accomplishments that you haven't been giving yourself credit for, Write them down and celebrate them. Give yourself a pat on the back. You really probably are doing better than you're giving yourself credit for, and you're just not seeing. Maybe you didn't make it all the way to where you wanted to go, but you probably still made progress. Celebrate that. Give yourself credit for that. And finally, I would say look for the lessons to be learned in the areas where you didn't. Achieve your goal or make the milestone that you were aiming for. What are the lessons you can learn from that? One article says, Try to avoid using your disappointment as ammunition to keep yourself down. Instead, focus on the fact that you can learn from where you fell short and do better in the future. So instead of pounding yourself on the head for not making that goal, whether it's, you know, a weight loss that you wanted to do, or a new product you wanted to launch, or just anything, a book you wanted to write, and I'm raising my hand there. What are the lessons that you can learn from that among those lessons, a a way to identify those lessons would be, what were the barriers to your success. And I'm by barriers, I mean, both the internal ones and the external ones. And what can you do about them? So what were those barriers? What kept you back from achieving what you wanted to this year? Was it a lack of planning? We've talked a little bit about that in some recent episodes. Was it weak time management? Were you over committed? So you simply couldn't put the time, energy or attention into those things as you wanted to? Was it unrealistic expectations. Did you set the bar too high given the resources that are available to you and the stage of life you're in? But I, whatever it may be, identify what those barriers were. What held you back? Was it mindset issues? That's it for a lot of us. Fear of success, fear of failure. Both of those things hold us back from really throwing ourselves into accomplishing the things that we want to do. Um, So were they those internal mindset type issues or were there external ones that interfered? Whatever those barriers were, the next step is to brainstorm some ways to overcome them. What skills do you need to learn and where will you learn them? What help do you need and where will you get that help? What habits and routines do you need to develop and when will you start? What commitments will you let go of? All of those things can help you learn the lessons from the disappointments you're feeling now and chart a better path toward accomplishment in the future. And the important thing, and we've talked about this recently too, we don't have to wait for the new year or the first of the month or Monday morning to start a new year, to start a new path a new direction. We can start over tomorrow or right this minute. It is never too late and it's never too soon to start moving in the direction you want to go. Feel the disappointment if you want to, but remember where it's coming from. Notice, be aware of where it's coming from. If it's from comparing yourself to somebody else, let's stop that. Okay. Let's recognize that we don't know the whole story and our life is our own unique path, not to be measured by what somebody else is doing. Letting go of those shoulds that you find yourself reciting to yourself. Show compassion to yourself the same as you would to someone you love very much. Recognize the progress you have made whether it's in the areas that you're disappointed about or something else, where have you made achievements? Where have you made progress? And celebrate those things and look for those lessons that can be learned from not quite having made it all the way to where you wanted to be. Remember, we don't have to wait for the new year to start. We can start now. So what do you think? Are you happy with how this year has gone so far? Have you achieved everything you set out to achieve? Or are you feeling a little disappointed in not having quite made it where you wanted to go? What steps will you take to address that disappointment, to grow and learn from it and do something better in your mind um, in the coming weeks and months and years? I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, Again, I want to celebrate with you uh, the goals you have achieved. I want us to encourage each other if we haven't quite made it all the way to where we wanted to go. You can share your questions, your comments, your thoughts on this topic in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 221. Or you can post a comment or question in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group if you are a member there. And if you're a woman who listens to the show and you're not a member there, please join us. We have great conversations going on there. A lot of encouragement, a lot of brainstorming solutions, a lot of great ideas that we can get um, help each other out. If you want to share your thoughts about this with me privately, I would love to hear from you. You can always email your questions, your comments, your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I will respond just as quickly as I can. If you have enjoyed the podcast this week, this year, uh, I would love it if you would help spread the word and grow the community. Tell a friend about the Productive Woman podcast, show her or him if it's a him, because we have some guys who listen and they are welcome here as well. Uh, show them how to subscribe where, on their phone or their computer. Maybe share an episode if there's this episode or another one was particularly meaningful and you can think of somebody... Uh, you know, who might enjoy it, share the link, or there are social sharing buttons in the, sh- uh, at the top of the show notes for each episode that you can just with one click, share uh, a link to an episode on your social media channels, Facebook or Twitter or um, Pinterest, even uh, if you enjoy the show, I'd, I'd love hearing about it. If you've got constructive criticism, I'd love to hear that too. You can, as I said, email me at feedback at the or or consider uh, leaving a review in Apple Podcasts or in iTunes, you'll find um, if you go to the productivewoman.com slash iTunes, it'll take you to the page where you can subscribe, but also where you can share a review. And I would love to hear from you. Before we go, I wanted to share a, a couple thoughts about our new sponsor, um, the Health, Hope and Inspiration po- podcast. You know, as of today, over 100,000 people have discovered Health, Hope, and Inspiration, which is a weekly podcast specifically designed for people of faith who are living with cancer. So if you or someone you love has received a cancer diagnosis, Health, Hope, and Inspiration will potentially help you find strength and answer your questions about cancer prevention, treatment, and overall healthy living, Every episode of the podcast is filled with information and interviews that will encourage your heart, educate your mind, strengthen your body, build your faith, and give you hope. You'll meet people who put their trust in God as they fought their battle with cancer, but you'll also find links to helpful resources that will guide you on this difficult journey. You can visit hhipodcast.com today to subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration, And as I mentioned before, you will also receive three free downloads. One that's got some cancer-fighting recipes that actually look pretty good. I'm going to give some of them a try. Uh, Another one on reducing your risk for cancer. And a third download on four things every cancer patient must do. So that's at hhipodcast.com. And I hope you'll check it out. And don't forget to find out the ways that FreshBooks can save you time in managing your business finances. Take advantage of that 30-day free trial that FreshBooks is offering the Productive Woman listeners. Go to freshbooks.com TPW and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And thank you so much to FreshBooks and the Health, Hope and Inspiration podcast for supporting the Productive Woman. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I am so grateful to you for spending this time with me. I tried to keep it short so you can get on about your business in in this holiday season, but I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So in the meantime, I wish you and those you love a very Merry Christmas. And until next time, remember to extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.